What's up guys? We believe teenagers have been put in a box and under a stereotype and we want to break out of that. Every week we talk with the next generation of innovators and influencers about stuff like entertainment, fashion, sports and food. We also get the perspective on current topics as well as find out what keeps them motivated on the daily. Welcome to Juvie. Hey guys, welcome to episode one of Juvie, your new favorite podcast. And before we get into introducing our guests, I have the fact of the week for you guys. Did you know that cotton candy was invented by a dentist to have kids get more cavities and come into his dental office? Actually. Yeah, that's actually, that's actually why it was invented in, I don't know the date. Oh, 1897. That's awful. Yeah, it's terrible. (laughs) Right. He just gave kids bad teeth so he yeah, could come to the test. Yeah, it's terrible. Well, okay. Well, to introduce our special guest for today, we're joined by a young influencer, chef extraordinaire with over 40,000 followers on Instagram and a whopping 1.9 million on TikTok, who is also an old friend of mine, Matthew Merrill. How are you doing, dude? What's up, guys? Great to be on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for hopping on. Yeah. Um, for the people that don't know who you are, tell us like where you're from, how old you are, and what you do. Yeah, so I'm 16 and I'm a, a teen chef and I sort of got my start, I guess, in the industry on um, Food Network's Kids Baking Championship when I was 10 years old. Wow. And from there, um, I was lucky enough to be on a few other shows where I, where I met Joshi on, on Chop Junior. He oh, destroyed yeah. me. He totally <laughs> beat me. Um, he's, it was a ton of fun. And from there, you know, I really started honing in my skills and learning all these different cooking techniques and that sort of brought me to where I am today where I make content for a bunch of different social media platforms and work on that. That's so that's, sick. That's really Dude, cool. you're doing numbers on TikTok right Honestly. now. Almost at 2 million. Thank you. That's, that's insane. When did you get your start on TikTok? Yeah, so I so I downloaded TikTok not intending to really go viral. I pretty much downloaded it as the average user would just to watch some fun yeah. videos. And I ended up making um, a comedy video one day that was just sort of meant for people at my school about waking up late and <laughs> having a long commute to school. And it blew up. It got 10 million views Ten out of nowhere. And I was, I, I thought to myself, this is my start. You know, I, I'm going to be a TikTok <laughs> comedian. Yeah. You know, I, I'm hilarious. Like people think I'm so <laughs> funny. So I started making these horrible horrible comedy like they were not <laughs> funny at all um these these comedy videos i thought they were so funny at the time and then as i kept making them the views just started like slowly dropping because they were pretty uh, much all from this this one video and all the comments were sort of there were a few that said oh i remember you from food that were okay like, what are you doing now like, yeah. why? <laughs> so you so, didn't even start um, with cooking I was like, okay, maybe I'm, I'm not a comedian. And I made this one video, and it was a compilation of, of all the different shows I had been on, and uh, that just, like, blew up out of nowhere. Yeah, That was really cool. And this point, I was like, okay, time to go back to making comedy videos. And then, <laughs> But all the comments were, you should post cooking videos. You should post uh, cooking videos. And at this point, I was still in school, and I was thinking to myself, oh, I don't have time with homework and yeah. after-school sports and extracurriculars. And then COVID hit. And I just had nothing to do. Oh, and okay. I started making cooking videos. They started out really badly. They were so, so bad in the beginning. <laughs> but, you know, I just was able to learn from, from my, my process and my, my mistakes and slowly just gain more and more of a following. Yeah, that's, that's so sick. sick. Um, what was I? Yeah. Um, I remember, like, funny story about that TikTok when you posted all the stuff about all the different cooking shows you've been on. 
Nye actually sent me that. He's like, yeah, wasn't this the guy you were on shot with? I was like, no way. <laughs> yeah, because it came up on my yeah. For You page. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I recognize this kid. Yeah, and then I was like, that's crazy. Because that one, that one blew up as well. How many views did that one get? That one got around, I think it was around a million views wow. somewhere in that range. Wow. Pretty, so awesome. how has TikTok like affected your cooking career? Like, have you gotten like new relationships through it? Oh yeah. I think for, for the most part, it's really changed it completely because I always wow. knew I wanted to stick with cooking. But once I sort of entered high school and, you know, school got more rigorous and I got more dedicated to all of my, my school activities, it, it just sort of moved to the background and it was something that I wasn't really focused on. Like I still loved cooking. Yeah. But it wasn't something that took the priority. And I think now, after TikTok, it's sort of taken this priority. Now everybody's sort of asking, is this what you're going to do in the future? Yeah, and yeah. I mean, it's looking like it now. And it's been really cool because I've got to talk to some of these chefs that, you know, I used to watch growing up. Wow. And who inspired me to start cooking. So that has been really, really awesome. That's great. That's sick. So, like, if... If you could name one thing specifically, or not one thing, but like the main thing that inspired you in the first place to like get into cooking, like what was your start? I think my mom used to always make Christmas cookies when I was really young. And I was just always so fascinated by, by baking at first. Mm. Um, and I, just being able to incorporate all of these different ingredients and making all these separate um, dishes out of the same base ingredients as a kid. Yeah, I'm just like mind blown. It was this yeah. whole new new world. It felt like like a magic trick, and that really sort of caught my attention. And then just being able to experiment with flavors coming off of that, um, just understanding what flavors work with you know uh, different flavors, ones that you wouldn't expect either. Yeah, really, I thought was always really fun. That's interesting. Yeah. That's yeah. Um. So what would you say your favorite, not, doesn't have to do with social media, but just your favorite overall dish to cook or bake? Ooh, so for, for baking, I would say French pastries, just because I, I really, there's something about them that's just, they're just, it's so fun to make a batch of of macarons or whip up, you know, the batter for pate choux and make cream puffs, Mm -hmm. um, and making all of those different elements and then putting them all together, it's, it's so kind of beautiful in a yeah. way. And then I'm, for cooking, I'm with you I would on that say one. My favorite, yeah. yeah, my favorite, my favorite dish in cooking would probably be. I do love making fresh pasta. Yeah. I just think that it, it tastes once you try fresh pasta compared you can't to, go back. You know, yeah, you'll normal, never go back. Yeah, you can't go back. That's right. And serve it up with some. I I have been on a vodka sauce kick lately. Ooh. I'll tell you, there, it's so simple but it's so good. Yeah. yeah. So for someone that's trying to get into cooking or wants to be a chef and they're young, like where would you say for them to start? What advice would you give them? I would say you do not need any formal training. The way that I learned, my parents are terrible cooks. I love them. <laughs> but oh, they cannot cook at anything pretty much. My mom has been trying to learn lately, but the way that I learned pretty much everything I know about cooking has just been from watching YouTube videos and reading cookbooks and reading online articles and the internet. I mean, everybody is just so, everybody says this, it's so cliche, but there's millions and like billions of resources, especially on cooking and there's unlimited information to learn. So you would really say there's no excuse for them other than just hop on the internet 
and start. That's right. That's yeah. right. Got a little free time. Do some cooking that's, research. Yeah, that's probably where I've learned most about cooking from YouTube videos, cooking shows, challenge shows, everything like that is is a really good tool. Yeah. So as but yeah, even like oh. watching chop and just hearing how these chefs describe their their dishes. Yeah. It really, you know. I used to write all of them down and look all of those dishes up, and that really increased my vocabulary mm, of cooking yeah. knowledge and cooking terms. So you really yeah. just put in the hours and did your research. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So as as a chef myself, there's a lots of people that I'd love to eventually collab with or like make stuff with. Who would you say your dream like star chef collab would be? Like for a video or just to just to hang out with just anything like who would you who would you love to collab with? I I would have said Gordon Ramsay yep. if you had asked me about four months ago, but he actually made a video roasting me. <laughs> yeah. So I he think did. Yeah, I me and Gordon, okay, all right, you got to talk. We have to talk about that. that. Yeah, let's talk about that. What yeah, happened? I really I have always loved Bobby Flay's cooking show. I think okay. he's really really awesome and i also really like martha stewart okay <laughs> classic i think she's cool yeah okay so gordon ramsay roasted you what happened there he did right so i made a video this was at the time where at the beginning he he was roasting all of these people cooking and so yeah. i i knew that his, his scrambled eggs recipe is so famous on mm-hmm. youtube and i knew that nobody had made it on tiktok for him to roast and i knew that if i made it i would have a good chance of him reacting <laughs> So I sort of, I really hammed up the, um, I don't, the way I was speaking in the video, if that yeah. makes sense. Like Just to I give him a reason to roast you. Words a lot. I made it sort of like a show more than it was a cooking video. And uh-huh. I, I, I really, I hit, I was like, okay, Gordon, this is your recipe. It better be great. And <laughs> I made fun of the fact that he describes butter as like knob. As a knob. Yeah. That, that was really funny. I said, I don't know what a knob of butter is. And then. <laughs> He duets this video, and he's that's that's not a knob of butter, you know. All this said some said some mean words. We'll get into it. <laughs> yeah. um, that's so but funny. yeah, and I thought um, that was pretty funny to get him to to respond to it. Yeah, that's super interesting. That's so sick. So, for more on your personal side, like, where are you from? Where did you grow up? Yeah, so I was born and raised outside of the D.C. area in okay. Virginia, and I've lived here my whole life. Um, and yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's super sick. Um, yeah, that's, that's if, <laughs> if you were to describe yourself in one word, what do you think you would, what word would it be? I think I would say um, tenacious because mm. I, I give up a good fight before I give up. And if I have a goal, I'll, I'm willing to, to put in the work to achieve yeah, it yeah. despite any, any inhibitors along the way. I mean, yeah. clearly, because what you've been on, four four different cooking shows now right yeah yeah wow wow that's so so you 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 like it takes it's a lot to get on a cooking show it takes time but you put in the effort to get that on there do you have people don't really get how like mentally draining it is yeah crazy like as fun as they are oh oh you're just wiped after even a few hours it's a lot of fun though there's nothing nothing compares to it really yeah do you have any fun stories from being on set on the cooking shows or like a story from behind the scenes that like people don't know? Oh gosh. There's, there's so, there's so many little moments. Let's I'll, I'll, I could probably think of, um, a big one. Let's see on chop. 
I'm sorry, because I know Joshy was there. Oh, I remember. So they take us into um into a little holding room mm-hmm. while the the judges are deliberating. Yeah. And they they have cameras in there, and they ask us questions. And I this was after the judging, and I just knew I was gonna get out. I could just tell. And yeah. I I remember the the lady was interviewing us. She was like, "Okay, guys, how's everybody feeling after this round?" And I was like, "I know I'm getting eliminated." <laughs> and she, she was like, really serious. And she's like, "Oh no, you don't know that. You're just probably being too late." I said, "No, I know I'm gonna get eliminated." And I was right. And I was. And then when I went into my exit interview. Um, it was the same lady, and I just gave, in between her asking me every question, I just gave the camera, like, the biggest death there. <laughs> oh, that's... She's like, I told you. That's so Also, funny. for... I knew it. For anybody watching, if you don't... If you're a bit confused, me and Matthew have a history, because back in 2017, we actually competed on Chopped together, um, which was... That was a lot of fun. So, if anybody's confused by the reference we made, that's... That's because we were on the same episode of Chop Jr. Very long time ago. Four years ago. Very long time ago. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, even longer ago on Kids Baking Championship. That was the first one. So I was in California for a month, pretty much, wow. doing that show. And I think just one of the, the funniest memories I have of that is just running around. There was a mall that was really close to our hotel. Yeah. And we were just 10-year-old kids, and we were going crazy. They just had living the dream life. Animatronic sort of, I don't even know. They were like ATVs, but made out of stuffed animals. Oh, those um, are so just, fun. Like, we yeah. were zooming on them. Or that was that was one of the most like, vivid memories I have of that. That was so fun. That's so fun. Okay, so one of the um, like why one of the reasons why we started this podcast is to show people like older people or anyone that teenagers are working towards something. Like not all of us are just lazy partying and stuff. So from your perspective as a chef and obviously having a career built up at a young age, what would you say like the most misunderstood thing is of teenagers is like from an outside perspective? Yeah, I would say the most misunderstood thing about teenagers is just sort of that no matter what we do, we're, we're always lazy, especially with teachers in school. You know, I, you know, I sort of pride myself on, on doing a lot within school and some teachers will go into class and it'll be for the most ridiculous classes too. It'll be, I'll be going into chorus because for some reason I do that at my school and we have to do recordings for our zoom shows or zoom like concerts, which you ask me is ridiculous. But um, I I remember one of the teachers was just complaining about how nobody was, was submitting recordings about how we're all lazy and we're like doing nothing. And it just kind of struck me that, you know, I feel like there's no way of knowing what everybody's doing and what yeah. everybody's going through, especially now. You know, we're in a pandemic. People's it's a good mental point. health is, is, you know, not all the best. You can't see your friends and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I was just thinking about how I was up till like 3 a.m. the night before doing a commercial for a contract I had on TikTok that if I didn't fulfill, I would probably get sued and about, <laughs> you know, had a math test the same But she day, had no know, idea but, that you're going through all that. Yeah, and even if you even if you get it done, it's sort of like, you know, that was expected of you, and it's, yeah. it's not it's not like anything noteworthy, you know. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. That. Well, I've got I've got two questions that kind of go inside each other at the same time. Um, let's start off with this. What would you say out of all of your achievements you've made in the culinary world, or just the like influencing world? 
What is the thing you're most proud of? So I recently secured a deal with Pillsbury, which was, for me, that was a huge honor because I, you know, Pillsbury, it's it's one of the biggest baking brands. And well, one of the parts of the deal was that I would be judging a baking contest for them with um, Duff Goldman that's from so the sick. Baking Championship. Dude, that's so huge. That Congrats. Was, um, thank you. Thank you. That for me was a big milestone, I guess I would say, in the, in the career and something that I, I'm super, super grateful to be able to do because it's a pretty, pretty big full circle moment yeah, there. Yeah, that's great. Also, didn't you recently get a deal with Doritos? Or like they sent yeah, you well, a big so- package? They, um, yeah, they sent me a big package and I didn't actually get paid for it, but they just, um, I was interested. I accepted the deal because I wanted to try these Doritos. The that's another really fun thing is getting like the free stuff. Oh yeah. The brand deals. Yeah. That's one so fun. Yeah. That's really fun. Josh, do you have yeah. one more question for him? Yeah. The question that goes like right after that, what would you say the biggest like quote unquote fail of your career is? Mm. And did you learn from it? Yeah. Um, I did, there was one brand deal that was not so great. I won't, I won't say what brand it was. It wasn't the biggest brand. And I actually, the way that I, they reached out, um, cause this was kind of early on in making videos was through my family because one of their reps like knew my dad. Yeah. And I think so that what they were doing was they were promoting their app and they were having a cake decorating competition and they I was the only influencer type person or chef who they had asked to promote their, their app for this campaign. And it, I, I'll just say that their, um, their tenants for the, the contest, it was like submit a fully decorated cake picture on our app that, you know, I, I'm not going to come on here and slander the app, but yeah. it, it, there was not like a big, purpose for for downloading this app yeah. in exchange for like an $100 gift card to a cake mix company which i mean <laughs> is really cool but if you ask me that would not really incentivize that many people yeah. to join <laughs> yeah. so That's fair I, I was reading this this contract and i i accepted it because you know i didn't want to let down this this company and i kind yeah. of felt like a little bit of pressure to do it yeah. and I, I did this this campaign and I posted the video and you know the video didn't do great it wasn't close to my like a good performing video yeah. for me but you know it got it got over a hundred thousand views yeah um, which, still numbers I mean yeah. that's that's not a little like it got a lot yeah. of exposure at yeah. that point and I posted on Instagram and whatnot and this lady she she said that she wasn't very pleased because only a few people had entered the contest that's and not your fault <laughs> I was I was like, I, yeah, I kind of, I kind of got a little upset because, you know, the, I don't know if I would call this a failure on my end, but it was, there was a failure somewhere that, you know, the putting all of the pressure on one influencer to make an yeah, entire yeah. campaign review probably is not the best choice, especially when there's no little to no incentive to actually join the competition. That's very yeah. That was one of the bumpier roads. So you basically learned on. not to get pressured into deals. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, probably not to get pressured into deals and to sort of do my research yeah, before yeah. I accept a deal. Definitely. All right, well, that's all the Which questions. Which good to learn before. Yeah, okay. that's all the questions we got for you, but we want to go into a segment. It's the first episode that we're doing this called Would You Eat That? So we're going to tell Matthew an exotic food, and he's going to tell us if he would eat it or not. 
Um, oh gosh, okay. I'm excited. I'll, so, all right, I'll you start. start? Okay. Yeah, fried scorpions. It's real. Oh, I would try it. Of course. I think I would it's probably like, try it too. Yeah, it's like a big delicacy. I think it's in India or like the Middle East. Mm, they they have like a bunch of fried bugs on sticks, and they well, just one love time them. Man. I went to. Yeah, sorry. I went to Texas, and they had these lollipops with the scorpion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was always intrigued by those. I think. I mean, it's got a little crispy exterior. Yeah, not that, that bad. Yeah. Shell. Yeah. All right, Josh. Okay, this one threw me off because it's just. I think it's horrible. Congealed salads. It's where it's like congealed salad. It's like Jello salad where all the elements of a salad is oh. in like a massive thing of just plain gelatin. Oh, I think those things. If it's like tuna, I've seen like tuna oh, salad. that's so awful. I think, I think that's foul. I think yeah. that's truly. I have this cookbook for my grandma from the sixties with just like Jello salad oh, recipes. I'm in, a, I'm in hard pass. Yeah, that. hard pass. That was when I was looking up these items. The picture they had of congealed salad had like half hot dogs in it, and I was like, "That is so wrong. Mm. That's so wrong." Okay, next one. Are you ready for this? Cheese tea. Cheese so tea. cheese tea. Just some background on this. It's like kind of like a boba tea, but instead of boba, there's a whipped cheese foam on top, and it's massive in China. They love it over there. Well, I feel like it would depend on. I mean, I'm guessing it would be good like cream cheese. Probably. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think like a cheddar tea sounds absolutely disgusting. Oh. But I could totally see if it's like cream cheese foam on top. That, that honestly, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, if it was cream so, cheese. Like mascarpone. Yeah. If it was like a sweeter cheese, then it, I mean, I don't see why that would be bad. I would try it for yeah. the experience. Yeah. All right, Josh. I'll try it. Yeah. Okay. This one's kind of a no-brainer because I feel like everybody would try this. A deep fried Snickers bar. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really good. Yeah. Okay, this one, I've never heard of this. A sushi burrito. You've never heard of sushi burrito? No. I've tried one. Oh, really? Actually, they used to have, well, this is a funny story. So they had these restaurants called Burrito. It was a chain. And I think just like any chain of sushi restaurants, I, I feel like just doesn't Yeah, it's not appeal. Yeah. I I think I tried one and it was fine. Um, And I, it closed down, though, which was a little bit, Suspicious. Yeah. I don't know. Like, why did it? Why did it close down? Yeah. Something about tortilla. No, and... no, it's not. It's like a massive it's sushi like, roll, oh. the size of burrito, with like tons of sushi rolls inside. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's, I'll it's try like a that. Sushi roll that they haven't cut. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, all right, Josh. I. All right. Um. Okay. Last one. This one is really weird to me, and I saw that Gordon Ramsay also like slandered this on TikTok. Fruity Pebble fried mozzarella <laughs> sticks. Oh my! I. I know the guy who made that. Oh, actually. really? He's, he's crazy. Like, he's he makes the craziest recipes. Yeah. But I would try it. I'll, and I'll, mm. I would say that, you know, I feel like it wouldn't taste that different than a normal mozzarella stick. It would oh. just have, like, that, I, I mean... That crunch. Dude, I'd have to do a hard pass. cheese goes well together, you know? Like, you, you well, eat grapes on a, on a charcuterie board, grapes and, like, berries and stuff. Yeah. Well, that's true, but then, like... Artificial fruit. I don't know how well that would go with <laughs> with yeah. mozzarella sticks, but it. I mean, yeah. yeah, might as well. Well, thank you, Matthew. No, for- no, no sauce for me. No yeah. Oh, no yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Matthew, for anyone that wants to go follow you on social media, is what is your handle? 
So my TikTok handle is at Matthew in the Kitchen. My Instagram is at M Merrill, M-M-E-R-R-I-L. And my YouTube is also Matthew in the Kitchen. Great. So Sweet. for anyone watching this, go follow him, guys. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to episode one of Juvie. Yeah. And thank you, Matthew, for hopping on. Yeah, you did a great job. Thank you so much for having me. This is so much fun. Yeah, yeah, this is great. So for anyone that's watching on YouTube, make sure you go subscribe, leave a comment, turn on your post notifications. And if you're listening, leave us a review on Spotify. And thanks for coming on. I think that's a wrap. I think that's a wrap.